I realized that my life was just running away from things and justifying why I'm here. You know, like I have family in Thailand who have passed away too. And it's like I've been stuck here. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. His name is Bowtie. Yeah. yeah. Like a bow tie. Yeah. I'm going to go into wow, that. It's bro. like a nickname, art name. It's a B O T H A I. Like Bo Thailand. B O T H A I. Oh, like Thai. Yeah, Thai. Like, like Bo and then Thai. That's a sick brand, dude. Bro. No, I'm not just saying that to like be all pluggy. It's a bow tie. Bow tie, yeah. And his yeah, name's yeah. Bo. And, he, and he's from Thailand. Yeah. He's a bow tie. Is that taken? You you fucking got that, right? I mean, I got it. That's a website. Did you get the dot com? Yeah, but I put it. Because if my... not, I'm about to stake that and sell it to you <laughs> <laughs> in about a year. Like fifty thousand dollars, bro. Attractive be the Nevject. Bowtie.com. <laughs> you have bowtie.com or no, not? No, no, it's that's my, probably not it. It's, that's it's, probably it's not my it. name is bowtie.com. It is? My name is Bowtie.com. Oh, okay. All right. Because yeah. Bowtie, Bowtie was already taken. Bowtie was taken, yeah. All right, I figured. Yeah. Everything's taken now, dude. Yeah. It's just taken to be taken. Right. Someone has my name, and I know it's not their All right, name. we'll buy them out, followers on In Instagram five years, we'll buy that name, dude. You <laughs> yeah. need that name. I want to say something that, like, it was kind of cool how we started with Ray's story, then kind of, it was starting to, I was thinking to go to Bo, but it went to Viva a little bit. And then it's segueing perfectly into Bo's story. And like you kind of alluded to, he's such an underratable person, man, because he's quiet, he's unassuming. Unassuming. You know, he's part. smiling, he's being polite. But then there's some fucking shit behind that. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Yeah, man. And and, well. and after hearing Ray's story. And then hearing the way Ray talks about Bo with that level of respect and like, dude, this motherfucker inspired me. It's like, that's probably not very often that you would think that about somebody. So it must be some crazy yeah, shit. No. So the bar has been set that's <laughs> pretty why fucking I, high, dude. I introduced Bo into Viva because I was like, when I met Viva, I told Bo, oh, like, okay. you have to meet Viva. You have gotcha. to meet this dude. You have to because this dude is like, He's us, basically. Literally. So this is like us. He's wow. us. It's so funny that we're How long have here. you guys all known each other, by the way? For six months. Less than six, six months. Okay, bro. that's okay. No, that <laughs> yeah, happens that's quick, crazy. man. That's true. But we hang out well, every day, both. or we'll call each other every day. I don't yeah, talk true. to nobody like that. I'm, that's, that's why I connected with oh. Ray. I'm a lone wolf. I moved over 35 times in my life, so it's like, I, I have no permanence. I have no friends, Like, and people don't understand me, so I don't give a fuck to explain myself anymore. I really just hang out by myself. So Same. for me Same. to like, we don't text each other. We're never like, yo, what are you doing? Not, <laughs> not like, it's always like calls, and yeah, it's like, true. hey, where you at? All right, I'm gonna pull out. And it'd be right. brief as hell. It'd be, what you on? None. All right. All right. Yeah, <laughs> all right. All right. I'm a, all right. All right, bro. Like, it'd be brief. It'd be so brief. Right. But that's when I when I, when I met this dude. I was like, I met, I was like, bro, you have to meet him. This dude is fucking. So, he's, so he's Bo, cool, what's your story, man? Yeah, Tell man. us your story in as much detail as possible now. Yeah, uh, man. The next 30 minutes are yours, bro. <laughs> Bo Ty. I, I don't really have much details, man, but I'm going to tell you, though. I'm going to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Gotta tell you as much as he. Yeah, he's I, allowed to tell you. I know, I'm chilling. Immigration well, the more, you. yeah, I mean, the more you can share, the the better. I think. I don't know. I just love a good story, man. True. I don't even know how to start, but I mean, I grew up in Thailand. It was nice. I appreciated it, you know, the nature, the people. It was cool. And then, uh, for family reason, eventually my cousin moved here first. I grew up with my aunt and uncle, and then, uh, yeah, and then. Eventually, I moved here because one of my cousins had a baby and I lived with my aunt at the time. And then, uh, 
and then yeah and then my aunt came to help my cousin take care of her baby and then uh, we uh we had a we had a restaurant eventually and then uh i was just helping out there working there so it's a different childhood and i was like uh 13 and then um when i had came i didn't know english kind of like i studied like shut, fuck you. <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> hey that's our relationship yeah, in a nutshell, right. Right? <laughs> that one i was gonna that say i love that ray laughed man yeah but then um <laughs> i understand that i came here with no True. english too i didn't yeah. either my english was had an accent too. i didn't know any english man True. at four years old he's from chicago his only, english got an accent too only no. english he had was uh welcome to 7-eleven that's the only english he knew Nah, but yeah. So, how was it growing up in Thailand, man? It was nice, man. It was nice. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, what was it? Where, where did you grow up? In the city? Or? I grew up in the city, but I was in between the city and the countryside. My family was from the countryside. And then I had family all over, so I experienced a lot. And, I, like, I saw a lot of, like, different types. So, how did you figure out who you were? Did you become a designer at a young age or oh, man. later? It's, it's a whole. You yeah. gotta hit him with the with the highlight reel prequel pre design life. Yeah, yeah, bro. that's why. Exactly. Yeah, give us your highlight. Yeah, acting like you know. Stop shooting for me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What All were right. like the cha- like? What were the pivotal points in your life, man? The things that like changed you, made you who you are. Damn, man. So that you think about pretty much throughout high school. Uh, I'm also undocumented, so I came here, and then uh, my cousin was a citizen. And then they were trying to get me through the process, but the lawyer actually scammed my case, and then went, and then the case never went through. So I'm the only one in my family who don't have uh, papers. So then, and then, uh, you know, at a young age, it just it was just it was just a bummer. It's like I you can't work, you can't live here. You feel me? And then at one point, it's like high school. I don't even know what to do next. You know, do I go back? Do I do different things? And then I figured out on my own how to do it. You know, and and yeah, and then I went to college and. I started getting into like protesting and then working on like solving these issues, the immigrant rights. So I ended up like doing a couple of things with that, like organizing events, you know, educating each other about rights, advocating. Like at one point was a representative for like White House Initiative on the API, done like different things, tours, just protesting with the like NWACP and different people too. And then just going through different places. And then at one point it just hit a wall again where I'm always like, I realized that my life was just running away from things and justifying why I'm here. You know, like I have family in Thailand who have passed away too. And it's like, I've been stuck here and I've decided to constantly choose to stay here. But why did I do that? Knowing like the reality of things, you feel me? And just seeing people stuck in this cycle, working, trying to make things happen, losing themselves or losing people. And, you know, and then for me to just be in a place where I know my problem isn't going to be solved. You feel me? Like, I've been advocating, I've been protesting, I've been doing all these things. And I don't even even have a social security. I couldn't even drive until California passed out a law. I was out here like putting my story in the Supreme Court, doing all these things with it. And then now it's like to be able to make, do something to sell clothes. What I did is first and foremost, I'm, I'm an artist. So I draw, I paint, I write, and then clothing is a medium for that. And thrift shopping and fashion, you know, I, I love fashion. <laughs> so it's cool and it all goes hand in hand so it's for me to communicate and bridge everything together but also be to hustle to be entrepreneurial and also do like workshop and just got on the phone teaching other undocumented folks how to do business 
to get like a tax ID number and run all these things, you know? And then my whole goal is to really like foster a relationship, be organic and build build what we built, you know, while working on ourselves. That's the meditation part that comes in. It's like, how do I live unconditionally? I keep healing myself, working on myself, you know, find amazing ass people, you know what I mean? To be like homies and brothers and really like grow together. It's like, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, we organize and we shift ourselves, shift the energy around and you feel me? So I think that's really like where I'm at, you know? And Do you know exactly what you want to do? Me? As a designer, as an artist? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, uh, right now I have two clothing lines. One is Illegal Drip and that one is like, I wanted to have people out there just like living our truth. So one of the first shirt I made for Illegal Drip was no human being is illegal on stolen land. You know, and these shirts, like I printed, I learned the process of doing all this shit by myself. And then mm. I have a Statue of Liberty that say, what do you stand for? And it's like, what does this country stand for as a place to be like, oh, democracy, freedom, all this shit. Now all this fabric is going down here, right? And then, uh, and also to be roots of oppression. You feel me? Slavery and all these fucked up things that like anti-blackness that had like kept on going generation over generation. So I think that affects everything else. So. And then what does it mean for me, you feel me, to come from Thailand and to be here, you know, to leave part of myself, part of my family behind, to be here, aspire for these things. Like, what does all this running and aspiration means? So I think I think about that a lot and I process a lot of these emotions through art. So I think my goal is to really like, art gave me a space to feel, you feel me? I didn't have, I didn't have people and I didn't have direction. I was destructive until I found art. So now I guess, like all these things is just a way to communicate whole space for people. And with Illegal Drip is beyond that, is to empower undocumented people. I collaborate with them. We do like donation to different undocumented workers affected by COVID. I wanted to help folks in Texas. So that one was like a community building. We used to like, you know, put other, each other on and then help each other get ways to build ourselves. It's our family. It's all like, you know, we, if we're all doing good, it's like, it's, it's, it's a great thing. Absolutely, man. I feel and like then, oh, sorry. And then I have my art. Sorry. And then yeah. I think I, I think I definitely want my art to be uh out there. Like I have paintings, oil painting, and like hundreds and hundreds of like drawings. But I just archive it all right now. It's like like I've sold an eight and a half and by eleven printer paper, and I just sharpie it and sold that for one k. So like I feel like I haven't really find a place to put my art out even though i've been yeah. on art tour and things like that i think art is the thing that i'm also really dedicated on but right now i'm just constantly working on myself as an artist and just balancing my life out yeah how do you want to help people through your art uh i mean right now it's just like what do you want to do with your art i guess do you know is there a message you want to convey or you yeah, just yeah there is a message like what what is it that's multiple messages you know it just depends yeah I feel like yeah, you're not. Are you like a political per? Like you? Have, I, like, like I think I'm a political and a poetic person. So you're a civil rights. This activist. dude goes to DC, gets to speak psychologists. Like he's an inspiring guy. Yeah, I think we need Viva to like translate. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like you, you. It's hard for artists you, to talk you're about. Humble. Themselves. Yeah, it's yeah. hard it, not it to is. be humble. You know what? Like I honestly like one of the things I've thought about asking is like, tell us your story in the most cocky, arrogant way possible. 
Because that's what people want to know. We'll they don't tell you know. his story. Bro yeah, a you guys. artist, man. He's a fucking Really? When I genius. said he was like Basquiat, bro, I yeah. wasn't... He's a I don't compare genius, people man. to like that. that. That's like almost comparing him to Michael Jackson to me. You know yeah, I think you like, guys should now take over and let him jump in to clarify certain points. Sure. But really, you got to tell his story more... Because <laughs> people want to... They don't want the humble This fucking story. dude was... When we first met, like I said, he was... Thrifting just like I was and just throwing the fucking low his logo on his clothes and selling it for cheap in the fucking basement, shitty ass basement where we both was when I met him at. Then after coming to LA and seeing how this man has a whole setup, like like an actual store. Like, hey, like I got this here, this color, and it's like packaging label, all this extra shit. And it kinda like put me to another level where I have to get on that level. This dude is a fucking genius. Art is fucking amazing. He's, he's a fucking <laughs> amazing person. This period. Really? Like, bro is, for he's the only yeah. person I can say that I ever met that's always kind of happy. I mean, when you see Bo, he's niggas smiling. I mean, he always may be sad, smiling. but this nigga's always smiling. We call him Majin Buu from always Dragon smiling. Ball Z. Yes. Cause, he's always cause, smiling. Cause the fat one, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. like, he's just always smiling. Yeah, like, you know, time. his eyes are always closed because his cheeks are always up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Were like, you he, always positive? Do you, do you, or, or did you change? Along the way, uh, I feel like I was positive. I definitely had some dark, dark times. You feel me? And um, but I feel like I also, you know, I I don't I don't feel much. I don't feel much unless I feel sometimes. So it's like I don't allow my sometimes I don't allow myself to feel, and it's just like I just power through things, and yeah. I'm just always good. Sometimes I always look good, but lately I've been feeling good. You know, right. When I told you Bo is like kind of like spinning image of kind of it's like we both handle situations the same. Where it's like, all right, I'm gonna run from that shit. Like I'm gonna leave <laughs> that shit alone and I'm gonna go somewhere else. Like same. Right. I'm gonna pick up and I'm just gonna go somewhere. Like and don't right. even know my plan and don't my life right. or what's gonna happen. But so fuck the, it, I'm just gonna do it anyway. Like, so the smile is sometimes just because you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Sometimes it's a cover up. Yeah. I, I also feel like, like of all the people I've known that are fake positive people, like Bo is like does yeah. a really good job of being positive He's all the time. Definitely yeah. the most positive person I know. Exactly. Right. But then I also seen Bo in some nuts, and that's I wouldn't fuck with Bo if I didn't see that side. Cause I'd be like, all right, yeah. man, this dude he doesn't get me because I got some demons in me. So right. like, <laughs> so when my shit start like you know, and but then you know I seen it, and it's not to like put anyone down. We all got our things, but like I said, when you when you come from a certain background, man, you just you need to know like your homies know certain things that only life lessons can teach you. Yeah, right? true. You know, so it's really nothing I can explain to you about like how to run or handle a certain situation. So just like them, I run. I'm like, all right, you don't get it. Peace. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. lone, and now it's like a pack of Omegas are kind of getting together. And that's really a powerful thing because there's balance and our networks combined is probably like we cover front to toe of LA. Yeah. And it's a know? great balance. It's like mm -hmm. just us three alone. It's like my background, his background, his is like, it's is it's an amazing balance. I like three alpha males is together. It's kind of it's kind of like you never heard of it, kind of. Right. You know I mean? Do Most you guys know collab. how you're gonna work together at this point, or you just kind of? Oh, we always work together, out? one way or another. Even if it's skateboarding, like we, we'll just yeah. hang out and go skateboarding yeah. or play. So, lately, we've been playing jump, jump force. force. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. And we whooping each other's ass on jump force. It's the only more, fighting but, game okay. that can keep up with our level of creativity <laughs> yeah. and speed. So like you can and, input really fast into it, and we just been whooping. Like Ray got it, and he put us onto it, and then it was like crack. I was like, <laughs> we'd play at his house. We'd play with, I got my little brother on it. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it infected our household. But like, it's just another outlet, especially COVID times, you know? Yeah. But, but um, we do anything. Like, I, you know, I always help try to put them in positions where they're meeting my friends and my friends almost nine out of 10 times buy from them and support them. Yeah. And they support my friends by giving them discounts. And 
I feel like people really underappreciate the value of a discount. You know, they don't understand what a discount really is. Let me get a discount. Let me get a discount. Bitch, I'm not putting up a yes. 300% profit margin for me to just like, oh, also, let me just carve a little up. This, up when know? I met this dude, he, like he was one of the only person that never asked for a discount. Never was like, hey, can I get a... You know, can I, this man bought like I think it was four, three, three yeah, pair? like four or five. Oh, pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it was like he didn't, he didn't, he, he was like, "What's the price?" All right, cool. And never asked for a discount. And I was just like, "Oh, not saying that, but it's like, oh, this dude was real." Like, right. I think so it's disrespectful to yeah. me, honestly. Yeah. Which is funny because I always get people discounts, but it's, it, it <laughs> like, is because the, you understand that it's socially I understand accepted. This man's poor and his dreams are bigger yeah. than his pockets, so yeah. I'm trying to help right. him out. But I also understand the value of this artist's work that I bring. I don't right. just fuck with suckers. Like, I don't yeah. fuck with, you know? Yeah. So this man is, like, this man. Like, he done went through all this other shit. What I look like bringing you to his house, and then he's taking off $50 just because you came with me. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got bills to pay and a house to put. So I understand it. But uh, that's why I only, like, only keep people get discounts. Right. You got to put yeah, work. True. You got to right. put in work for that. Absolutely, you know? man. And then just Viva, though, I appreciate him a lot because he taught me the business side of, you know, a lot of stuff that I didn't really know and I wasn't really trying to focus on. You know, he, he taught me that you have to switch. Sometimes you have to have that switch where you have to be able to talk to a businessman and also be able to be yourself. Too. Yes. Because, like, I, I honestly, I can't I can't do that. But just seeing him, right. how he move and focus, like, he can he can be talking to me, like, all oh, your stupid and this and this, and then switching on to uh, call for a uh, commercial. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm Vivas Juan. Like, you know, so, it's like, <laughs> so it's just like me just seeing him do that, like, damn, all right, I got to get more, like, a little bit more professional, but still stay true to myself. Still but true, just, like, true to yourself, exactly. This dude, like, I don't know, right. it's, it's, this dude taught me a lot of shit. Just I like how you, you turned on the white voice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he does. <laughs> I do. I call my customer Viva service voice. It sounds like this. Hey, how's it going? Hey, can I get a uh, hamburger and uh, two fries? Yeah, no, that was two fries with two ketchup. Fries. Yeah, you you heard his <laughs> Extra ketchup. Have you heard his voicemail? <laughs> no, you never heard his voicemail. Don't answer the phone. Hi, this is Vivas Juan Shetty. Hi, this is Vivas Juan Shetty. But then I'll be in fucking skateboarding through him and yelling at him with a stupid ass. But us just working together, just like, Viva performed at my fashion show. Like, he don't really perform like that because he don't want to. But he opened up to perform at my fashion show. I was like, damn, all right, this dude. A fucking speaker blew out. So you're working together on all the songs you're putting out, the videos you're putting out. You guys are always working together. So this first video, um, his brand didn't fit into it because it was too loud and we were trying to do Timeless. Um, So we did black and white and everything. So I picked, we did bow ties stuff and I just wore a black and white hoodie of it. It's one of my favorite pieces he's ever drawn. It's called uh, Even Demon Cries. And uh, it's like a demon boy crying on the back. But it's it's like kind of looks like DMT, man. Like when I do DMT, like I feel energy moves like that and colors, right. you know. I have synesthesia, so I see all my music as colors. So when I saw his thing, I was like, bam, I need that. I like the editor didn't want to put it in because he was trying to make it make sense in the video. And I was like, nah, put that shit in, right? Oh, and <laughs> I was like, you got to get the fucking shot of his. And this next one, the next couple of videos, you about to go stupid well. So like, yeah. so then his stuff will go into it. And then, of course, Ray's stuff will like, you I know, mean, but he took it. photos, like, you know, photography. He took pictures of my stuff, like a lot of stuff my first like when i first got to la he was like part of the worst models i used as like you know like basically like he was swan spotted out in the project seven jeans and right. he made it he gave like uh, he gave my brand a little bit more oomph to it and so it's like it kind of like all right, i got an artist now and, and as artists get 400k fucking views on on spotify and music in fucking two weeks like this dude so it's just like kind of put my clothes on another level and stuff so he helped me with a lot of stuff and I appreciate him. He's a great artist, too. That's awesome, man. He's still a pussy ass. Still a bitch ass nigga. No, but, um, but that's really all I wanted you to meet then, man. I, I mean, like I said, I've, I've moved so many times in my life. I lived everywhere, over this yeah. country, over the world. And, 
And um, these two are like, to me, he's like a karma yogi. Like those are yogis that l attain enlightenment by doing. And then he's more on like the Raja Yoga and like other sides of like, he like he like I can talk to him about stuff like vipassana, you know what I'm saying, or meditation or like chanting and stuff. And don't get me wrong, he's interested in it too, but he's he just like everything. Me, you visit away, huh? Uh, he came to the Thai temple and meditated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I'm saying. He's into it. He's into it too. Yeah. But like, but like me, uh, me and Ray connect more on our street side <laughs> and yeah. like and uh, on street culture. Not to say Bo isn't on from the streets as well. Like that's not what I'm saying, but. Like I, when we were talking about leaning earlier, you know, this dude I'll talk about like being Ang from Avatar with. Right. This dude I'll be talking about. Some <laughs> we right. won't say it on camera. <laughs> we yeah, right. be talking about that shit. <laughs> but uh, but but no. But then again, he'll be like, "Yo, let's go meditate." You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, for my birthday we got a lake house and shit, and just like try to experience silence. You know, it was beautiful. It was so fucking amazing. It was like you know, and um, that yeah, that's what we're really trying to like be about, mm. man. Like. Kids that are that are living the dream, but and like doing stuff that's relatable and fun, but also like not just doing the same old shit everybody else is doing, you know? Right. Like we like traveling to cool places, you know. We like like so, you know. All if that. you guys were gonna start a, a a movement, which is your fan base, what would that movement be about? I feel like if we started a movement, we would kind of take over because it, it's like it's like oh we have multicultural like. If we had Bo and his culture, Viva and his culture, and me and like in my side, it's just like it's kind of like it's kind of like almost like the Backstreet Boys almost. This is like you know all of like, like the two, <laughs> and, and Bo is also of Chinese descent as well, which is the number one population in the yeah. world. I'm from the number two population in the world. <laughs> He's from the number three population in the world, being Latin American. So it's like. It's like literally, there's nothing left to relate to, and he's and he's black, and I'm African. So it's like, yeah. you know, there's like there's multiple cultures here. You know, I'll reach the Arab markets through the Asian markets. He'll have the entire East Asian market on lockdown, and and that I the movement would be about that, like politics, fashion, street culture, like everything at, at once. Music. You know, I really feel like there's yeah. not really kids that are like it's either one or the other. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's only one one kind of brand that kind of like pushed that culture to the limit was ASAP. The ASAP mob was like, that's the only brand that I feel like, you know, and I kind of look at that brand. I kind of look at ASAP mob a lot. Cause it's like, they changed the whole culture of just music, fashion and everything. So it was just like, they put um, so many people on that yeah, weren't even in their click, you know? And it was, it was, it was, it was amazing just to see them grow as, as many as them have, they have so many people like Wu-Tang Clan almost. Right. So it's just like, well, I think there's a growing generation of like young, kind of like disengaged, you know, kids that are looking to reconnect with life somehow, but still be in the mainstream. Yeah. Like be on social media, but be yeah. engaged in some kind of like. We don't all want to be monks. Right. But I also feel like this, this, this culture that we're in of like partying and the stuff that's considered fun. Like I'll be going to that stuff. It don't even really be that fun, no matter it how, no okay, matter how yeah. big or small. Whether it's so and so's house, oh, this is so and so's house, or you know, it's all about the people and the energy. We'd be kicking it in my little ass living room, uh, my studio apartment before. They're literally sitting on the floor, bro, like staring at the ceiling, matter. having a great time. Like you know, two hours just zip by. Meanwhile, you go to a party and it's lit and there's all these cute girls or whatever. But then it's like. Ah, what else? Hour into it, to forty into <laughs> yeah. it, it's like, like you bad vibes. <laughs> you know yeah. exactly, not, exactly. Like, look how long we've been here, bro. At your right. house, they're not your open family. to you, whatever it is. Right, you know, 
that kind of drives what happens. Yeah. Um, Dude, uh, can I say, too, that I feel like I'm really appreciating the moment, and I'm almost, like, watching you guys sometimes as, like, a viewer uh, and, and going, like, dude, there's some shit going on right here. And I'm happy that I got to be part of your journey. I got my journey to wherever the fuck I'm going, but, like, I feel like you guys might do some crazy shit. You will do some crazy shit. We are. And you're just getting better and bigger and growing your network, adding people over time. And and you're so dedicated to your craft. And the confidence, it's kind of a catch-22. Like, you can't really make it without it because you're not going to sustain. Yeah, true. How can you sustain within yourself if you don't think that you're right. the best or you deserve mm-hmm. it? You know? Right. It's just that, that humility. Like, all... All of us, man, like the one thing people always say is like how humble we are. Like, yeah, we'll roast each other. Yeah, we'll use crazy language or, or whatever it is and be wild at times. But uh, Ray's never like, yo, I'm with so-and-so. And so like he don't be posting who he's with or who's out. He'll just tell me, you know, this is this has happened. And, and really, like we low-key popping. We're the real rock stars of L.A. because we don't have yeah. a name yet. We don't have money yet. We don't have people on our dick just like that yet. You know what I'm saying? But we're still doing it. And we're in the A-list circles to the D-list. You know, like, it's whatever so true, it is, yeah. we, we everywhere. Underground, overground. Like, and nobody knows us. We're the silent, like, ninjas in the room, man. And, and that's why I fuck with these guys the most. I, that's why I, I brought them here. That's why I bring them everywhere I, I really go. Because it's like, man, y'all need to meet, <laughs> y'all need to meet people like, like this, you know? And this is really my moment of, like, talking a little extra and being cocky. But, like... For real, that you just gotta call it what it is. Sometimes we we never brag about it. I have to brag for these guys. Right. Like otherwise, it. you'll never know. Like this man's bike from ninjas. Seattle to San Diego. I cannot comprehend that in my head. <laughs> right. I would have given up so many times. It would probably take me like four what a month. I would have gave up a long time. A ago. long time ago. <laughs> like let me tell you, okay. But also, Biking. The, the diverse visual you guys portray right off the bat, like seriously, in this day and age. It's like you have the advantage, man. For the first time in modern in the modern world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. In camera for world. For the first time in the modern world, as of twenty twenty <laughs> I feel like twenty twenty was the pivotal year. Yeah. It's like White people are out. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not too white. You can say so that because uh, <laughs> I'm kind of olive skin. Yeah, you're olive skin. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a man of the world, by the way. I don't really think we're different. I feel like it doesn't matter. We're just our ancestors lived in a certain climate or region of the world and adapted to that shit that's still different who cares it's not better or worse check it out but i'm just saying from a commercial standpoint it's the time to be and you guys like you said you represent first of all the majority of the fucking globe by the way yeah true so that's already enough but it's really also like yeah. even for the <laughs> yeah, even for really the white people the di- even for the white people that more than ever diverse is cool that's the thing yeah it's yeah. not like the white people aren't down with it. Because white people Some are aren't, but too, a, lo- man. a lot are. Yeah. I mean, but they are. They they deleted their own culture for the sake of so whiteness. Because you're not the whole there's no fusion. Place that white come the from. whole thing of fusion, like fusion there restaurants. Is, there's not like we were you know talking about this, like, right? You're from all these countries, you know. We were talking about this fusion restaurants, fusion music, fusion culture. It's like now is the time we're more connected than ever. Mm-hmm. Cross the bo- boundaries, put them together. It's cool how you guys are all the same, yet so different, right? Mm-hmm. Same, like my kid, man, his basketball team, they're from all over the world, dude. Mm-hmm. And they all talk shit to each other and make fun of each other. Yeah. 
and they love each other and, and they don't understand, they realize there's no inequality here. It starts you know? young. Right. It starts young. Like, you know, the more that these kids are around people like, I've just seen black people my whole life, Indian people my whole life, Asian people my whole life. So I just, I don't think, like, I know our cultures make us beautiful and different and I want to learn right. that so I can improve Embrace myself. Embrace that shit. But, embrace it, exactly. But at the end of the day, like, this motherfucker does the same shit I do. You know? Totally. You know? Like, so yeah. it's like, we like... And also, man, I'm thinking in 500 years, we're going to be, like prehistoric dinosaurs oh. they're gonna be no they're gonna, we're gonna be all mixed up exactly we already are we're all up. gonna look the same <laughs> there's gonna be a pocket of like white people right 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 left right. blue-eyed blonde what that live on like iceland yeah. and that that'll be it <laughs> and they'll be like hey, uh, no visitors <laughs> no visitors we're a closed community <laughs> like you know, and that'll be and it. greenland are switched by the way fun yeah. fact it's uh, Greenland is the one that's filled with ice. It's like a marketing tactic or something. But Iceland right. is the one that's actually like beautiful. And right. Stuff, and Greenland's the one where it's oh, like Iceland's fucking beautiful. tundra. I've been there. You guys should go. The ladies would love you. I don't know, man. I, th I feel like brown people, we just don't do too good. Oh, no, cold, you, you would know? do great. No, they're very open-minded there, man. <laughs> you would cold. do amazing there. It, amazing. Oh, you would be the stars Chicago, of the show, bro. You should go do a concert up there. Man. They would love you, and they're beautiful. I'm just saying for the record... Throwing it out there. Hey and man, it's a beautiful country. Right? Beautiful country, <laughs> man. And beautiful women and beautiful people. And, uh, you know. But, dude. So, Viva, what's your story? To be continued. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.